Welcome back to another edition of ACTV's Day Off. You know, the once a week, one day a week, I should say, where ACTV does take a day off when it really doesn't. Jay Hanna here with Matt Kibbe. We've got a few guests joining us here in just a little bit. Matt had a week off of football, so it was a yeah. weekend solely dedicated to hockey. All hockey broadcast the whole entire weekend, starting with uh, Men's D1 on Thursday. Then NCAA hockey got going, their opening weekend in Division Three with uh, women's hockey was the home team this time around. They took on Oswego on Friday. Ended up losing that one two to one, and then took on Stevenson. Came back a big victory, ten to one over Stevenson on Saturday, and then wrapped up with men's D three against University of Michigan Flint. They won as well. Yeah, that that game Friday night I was there it was a pretty cool experience. You know, Emma Corbett, who plays for us, her parents made the trip in from New York yeah. because her sister played for us. We yeah. go. Uh, I believe they said in total 43 family members made the they, trip from New they York. They took a whole bus down here. Like they brought like one of the charter buses that you like the football team or any other sports teams would take, the Biancos. They took one of those down here. They were tailgating on Saturday at for a three o'clock game. They were out there. I swear it was like 11 o'clock and I saw them getting going. I was like, this is going to be great. And it was that it was some of the best environment we played hockey in. Speaking of ACTV's day off, that was a game that I wasn't working, but I still worked because I did the interview with uh, Emma's mom. You you got, I got uh, yeah, forced yeah, into that. Matt, Matt asked me to do that, and uh, that well, was a lot of fun. That's, that was- that's the cool thing, though, is like we, we have some new equipment that we've been able to utilize now, and like our broadcasts have gotten so much better over the course of, if you look at a broadcast from last year comparative to this year, so much better, so much better equipment. We've been making ourselves a lot better over the course of a year's time since last semester where we were... How many? So right now we're currently. I, I wanted to brag about this on air. We're at seventy-two broadcast just this year alone. To give reference point, last semester, what did we do in the in just the spring? One hundred and fifty. More. One hundred and ninety. Yeah. So it's a, it's a normal pace right now. It's still us, a lot, but we're we're still at seventy-two broadcast yeah. total, which I think is just awesome. And the production value for all of them has gone up significantly. And that's that's a dedication to our crew. That's a huge shout out to the not. That's not you and me doing that. That is our crew being absolutely awesome. Unless you want to give me the credit, I'll take. I it. mean, you you are no, the executive I'm producer, so it, it's all Jay Hannah. I I'm the one that signs the checks <laughs> that's if, right. if necessary. No, um, yeah, but, but we have an awesome crew. But seriously, um, I was actually doing some numbers crunching today um, at the beginning of the semester before the before the semester officially started we had 49 just over 4950 or so subscribers yeah now we're approaching 5500 yeah we're and I moving. gotta think with the next football game when we have um, the most viewers and, and stuff in these hockey games coming up going. we're gonna hit we're gonna hit 6,000 before no time uh, yeah, or 6,000 uh, I know oh, yeah, yeah we're yeah, gonna 6, hit 6,000 yeah. in no time we'll hit 5500 yeah. probably by the end of this week but yeah we're we're we have a lot of good stuff happening, which is, it's just really exciting. We, we come onto this podcast a lot and we talk about like a lot of the athletics. We don't get a chance. Part of it was we wanted to showcase behind the scenes of what ACTV is doing. So this is a little insight into that. Yeah. I had to do my math again for a second there, but uh, also 29 unofficial uh, staff members, interns, um, volunteers yeah. combined or so, which makes um, our lives so much easier. So great to get so many more people involved, stuff yep. like that. Still, we can still add more too. That's the thing. We, we're always improving and trying to get more people. That's right. And 
now we actually have winter sports getting started as yep. well. Um, I made the trip out to Tiffin to Heidelberg and watched the men's basketball team um, play Heidelberg's uh, basketball team. Very competitive scrimmage. Um, unfortunately, um, an injury happened uh, in that contest. I'll talk more about that when the season gets started. Don't want to go into details on that. But um, men's basketball team looks um, like they're going to compete. Some some solid defenders out there, um, and and they're just going to get sharp. I'm actually Excited. going. Yeah, I'm actually going tomorrow night um, to Concordia as well. They're yeah. having a scrimmage up in Ann Arbor. Nice short drive there. Um, and then also wrestling starts this upcoming weekend. Yep. You know, Coach Shindell is going to have his guys ready to go. Um, and so, yeah, winter sports getting going. Yep. Obviously, hockey's the the big. It's been going for a month now, but officially NCAA teams getting going now. Men's NCAA team. They, they had a huge – real quick before we get into our interview, men's NCAA, huge weekend up in Utica, New York. In the first game went to overtime, which was the third consecutive time that those two teams have gone into overtime, dating back to a few years ago when – Utica came to Adrian. Both games went to overtime. They ended up losing that one 3-2. to two. They get the points and the pairwise and all that. But then on Sunday, came in and really, not I won't call it an upset, but they came in and they won. They won by a final score of 4-3, to three, and they were down 3-1 to one halfway through the second period. Yeah. So, so big comeback. Yeah, no, and, and a much-needed answer, too. Yeah, um, you they know, needed we, that. You don't see your men's and women's NCAA team losing the same weekend very no, often. It, I I bet you could get some historian involved, and it's been a long time since that's happened. Yeah. So, anyway, a lot of excitement on campus. Um, and we got a couple of students that will be joining us after the break that uh, working for things bigger than this campus, as well as also competing on athletic teams, you know, a big part of ACTV as well. So, we're going to introduce them right after the break. Adrian College has once again found itself on the 2022 U.S. News & World Report Best College Rankings. This is the eighth straight year that Adrian has been named to the top regional college's Midwest section. Adrian College was also named the most innovative school in the regional college's Midwest category. In addition, Adrian received accolades and best value in undergraduate teaching within regional college's Midwest. Adrian College was also named in the top first-year experiences by U.S. News & World Report. This marks the 13th consecutive year that Adrian has appeared in U.S. News & World Report. To see the full rankings, visit their website. For more information on Adrian College, visit adrian.edu. Welcome back to ACTV's Day Off. Jay Hanna, Matt Kibbe here, now joined by our special guests, guest, Liam Reef with ACTV as well as the lacrosse team. Liam, how are you doing? Very good. How about you guys? Doing very well. And also Carson Martell. Carson plays for the football team um, and is joining us uh, here on ACTV's Day Off. How's it going? I'm doing well. It's just another week, another week to prepare for Olivet. You know, I'm very excited for that game. Obviously, it's a big game for our seniors. You know, I know a lot of the seniors personally. I got to know them throughout the past couple of years, and they're great guys. Most yeah. of them in my position group, um, like Kyle Minder, Tim Thompson, all those guys are just they're great guys. They're, yeah, yeah, and you get to see these guys on the home field one last time. What's that's gonna mean? What's that gonna mean to you and and to the rest of the team in a in a winnable game? Um, obviously, the the hope contest kind of um, just fell a little short, but uh, still have you know some wins ahead of you possibly. Yes, sir. So 
yeah, those guys, um, it means a lot for our program because they give a lot because those guys are always working. I always see Tim or I always see Sam Madrid. They're in the weight room when other guys aren't in there, whether that be lowerclassmen or guys in sophomore or junior year. And seeing those guys do those things just sets an example for not just myself, but for other people as well to be able to do things on your own time outside of the football field or outside of the classroom. Those are the things that are really going to set you apart, not just as an athlete, but obviously in life as well. Yeah, it's kind of that defensive mindset, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, for sure. So let's introduce you guys a little bit. We'll start with Liam. Liam, like I said, is a member of ACTV, also a um, lacrosse player. And um, one unique thing about both of these two guys is they're they're working hard. They're going through the ROTC program um, through the University of Toledo, correct? Yes, both sir. of you guys. So, um, yes, sir. Yeah, he's already <laughs> well well into it here. But uh, um, Liam, why don't you tell me a little bit about where you're from, um, what you brought you to Adrian College, and because uh, I know you're from a little ways away as well. Um, and uh, you know what got you wanting to get involved in ROTC. Yeah, um, I was originally from White Plains, Maryland, which is about 45 minutes southeast southeast of Washington, D.C. Um, I graduated from Maurice J. McDonough High School in the pandemic year of 2020. Um, the main thing that got me coming to Adrian was a lot of things. Uh, number one, it had lacrosse and it had a great conference and new opportunities for me to play against really good teams and opponents. Uh, number two, it had my major, which was sports management, but now I'm doing a double major with sports management and geology with a minor wow. in military science. That rocks. And uh, you're the worst. I just want to <laughs> hold on. You, we can't look past that. I thought you were going to just let it <laughs> no, sit. I, I can't let that sit. Continue, Liam. <laughs> um, and another thing is the ROTC program from the University of Toledo because I applied for the national board with and it came and went, and it said I didn't get a scholarship, and I was pretty bummed out because I really wanted to f- go to college, play lacrosse, get my degree, and serve my country, but I didn't want to have a place of financial burden on my parents and myself. Then I get a, an email from Philip Stevenson of the ROTC program, and he says, hey, we're willing to offer you a three-year scholarship, and... I literally was on the couch and I pulled out my phone, looked at my email, and had said, "We want to offer you a three-year scholarship." And the first thing I sh- shouted was, "Mom!" <laughs> I showed her, and she dropped, and she was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and my father, who is a arm U.S. Army CID agent who served in the Bird Infantry Regiment for the United States Army, I showed him that, and I swear that is one of the few times I've ever seen him cry, and he is fit. He's around 52 years old. That's awesome. 52 That's years awesome. old. And um, is that why you decided to head down that route was because of your dad or or just something that you've always wanted to do? Well, I come from a long line of military uh, military family members. My grandfather served in, served in the Marine Corps during Vietnam, graduated from Lewis University. Uh, my dad's grandfather served in the U.S. Army as an engineer, and my my dad served in the infantry and then went on to become a bodyguard for the Secretary of Energy. Wow. So, so yeah, it's it kind of runs in the family. Yeah. So if I ever meet your dad, don't mess with him, right? Now you'll see, he'll, he's a little bit more relaxed now. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, you'll, you'll point, 
point him out from a crowd is because he has a giant uh, beard. Yeah. And he said it's his silent protest of the government. And, <laughs> uh, when I was on, coming on my way up here my freshman year for a sneak peek day, he was in, he was taking too long in the bathroom. I'm like, okay, no problem. And my sister said, brother, get out here. And I step out, and he shaved, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Looked way different, right? Oh, yeah. Baby face. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So before we uh, keep going with Liam, let's turn over to Carson. Carson, um, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and uh, what brought you to Adrian College? So I'm a local kid. I uh, grew up in Ecumseh, Michigan. I was born and raised in Ecumseh, Michigan my whole life. Most of my family's from there. My dad's from Ipsy. My mom's from Milan. So I'm a pretty local kid. I've lived in Michigan my whole life. Um, throughout high school, obviously, I played sports. I wrestled. I played football. Those are my two sports. And um, I think one of the things that brought me to this college was the coaches who also played at Adrian College. They played football here as well. And they said, you know, Carson, you do great here because you're a heck of an athlete and you're a heck of a scholar. And I was like, I, I really appreciate that because hearing that from my high, even just my high school coaches meant a lot. And doing those things to get into the school, obviously my freshman year, you know, it was a little hectic with COVID and everything, but, you know, got through my first year and, you know, it was a heck of a year. I really enjoyed my freshman year of, of college and sophomore year as well. It's, it's been a little bit more stressful, but, you know, you just got to per- persevere and power through it. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job at that. So what's the major and minor that you're working with right now? My major is criminal justice, wow. um, trying to go on the track of a police officer. Uh, minor right now is looking at ethics, but I'm kind of thinking of switching to either political science or, um, history of some kind. That's cool. Matt's that's a good, that's a good connection. Yeah. I got, I got a poli sci uh, associate's degree right now. Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna say Matt's the guy to talk to about that. <laughs> um, so what, what made you want to get involved in the ROTC program at, at UT? So I'm the opposite of Liam. I never really had many people in my family, at least that served in the military that I know of because my family's so big. So I would be the first in my family to be joining the military, but many of my coaches throughout high school served in the military. My head coach in high school, he served in the Marine Corps. And you know, I asked him a couple times about the Marine Corps. He said it would be a great fit for me, but also the Army as well, just because of what you possess, not just as a, as a person, but as a leader. And being able to graduate from the program as a second lieutenant to be leading a platoon is it's a big responsibility, but you learn those skills throughout your time in the program to be that benefact leader, to be the one leading the troops and being the best leader you can be for those troops. And how do you guys find the time? Yeah, uh, and I don't, I, I don't care which one of you guys answer this, but how do you find the time to balance not only your major, your minor, your athletics, as well as this ROTC stuff? Yeah, you guys have to go down to the University of Toledo, right? Correct. Yeah. We go, we go down once or two times a week. Um, we mostly go on Thursday for at least uh, MS2s, which me and another kid, another athlete, uh, Cadet Lorenz, we do. And we stay afterwards for our, le- our leadership lab, which technically takes about three to four or five hours. And it can go from anywhere from like Camp Miaconda to going to Camp Freedom or just hosting it inside the HEC building at Toledo. What uh what what does the next couple of years look like for you guys as far as that goes then? Because both of you guys are sophomores, so you guys still got at least two more years of school. Yeah. And then plus going right into right into serving, right? Yeah. yeah. What is it what is it gonna look like then these next couple of years? Does it pick up the pace? Do you have to go anywhere? Um, or is it just continue to stay local? Um 
when you're by the end of your sophomore year, when you're going your summer year, I think you have to go to a specific school where it's like mountain school, airborne or aerosol school. And I think mountain school is in Fort Drum, New York. I could be mistaken. Uh, aerosol is just wherever they can host it basically from what my dad said. And airborne school is at Fort Benning, Georgia. But by your a by your junior summer, you are going down to Fort Knox for an entire month of uh, cadet training with other uh, junior rising seniors in your in your uh, brigade, which is around all the other camp, all the other uh, colleges around your battalion. Does it get easier? Well, obviously, you're off season right now. Does it get easier when you're out of season as well? It should, at least from what I know, because next summer I'll be going to what's called it's kind of similar to what. Uh, Liam was saying is there's you go to advanced camp, which is like your junior or your senior year. And then the one I'll be going to this summer is called basic camp, where I continue to learn all the ins and outs of being in the Army and all that type of stuff. So I'll be going to that next or this coming summer. Any idea where that's at? That's also, that's also in Fort Knox. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys obviously staying busy. Um, and uh, I guess this this whole college degree stuff, you know, you could always just enlist in the military and do all that. Why why pursue the college degree? Why play the college athletics when you, when you could just enlist right away, I guess? Because um, at least for me anyway, all the lessons I learned in wrestling and football also apply to the military as well. Obviously, discipline, hard work, doing what's best for your team and not for yourself, all those types of things. But also to be an Army officer, you have to have a bachelor's degree at least to be an enlisted officer. So having that along with you is also good on your resume as well. If you were to get keep serving in the military or get out of the military and go back into the civilian sector, you get a resume for you get your resume for your job, you get a job interview and it's like, oh, this person was an army officer. This person knows what they're doing. Awesome. So um anything else you guys want to add um before before we take off for the day? Uh, I'd say just keep going at it. Finish the semester strong. You know, we're almost there. Do well on your midterms. Have safe holidays. <laughs> Obviously, we just got past Halloween. I know it got a little crazy around campus from what I heard. <laughs> but just stay safe. Keep working hard. Find good hobbies to keep yourself happy, and you can't go wrong. Liam? That's going that's going to be hard. It? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be it for you. That works. That's <laughs> hard to right. follow that up. All right. So, so Liam Reef, Carson Martell, thank you guys both for joining us. And of course, thank you for your hard work and dedication and, and good luck in the future with all that. All right. Thank, thank you, you very much for sure. So again, for Matt Kibbe, I'm Jay Hanna, and this has been another edition of ACTV's day off. We'll see you next week. Go dogs.